0: Hello and welcome to the Raise the Bar podcast. In this podcast, Tom and myself will dive into the topics that will help you take your goals to the next level.
1: Don't worry though, it's going to be nice and simple to follow and we'll have a laugh along the way.
0: So sit back and enjoy the show.
2: The same shit. You're like, all right, right moving on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Well, I've hit record, so I just thought that was a good time to start because
2: everyone's
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, uh, guys, we've got um, Aaron Hopkins on with us today, um, and we're going to be uh, talking about everything to do with strength training, um, which is obviously something we we don't often discuss or haven't really touched on in great detail in our, our uh, podcast previously, because obviously we're, we're focusing mainly on uh, probably weight loss and just actually setting your goals, how to achieve them, mindset around it and all that sort of stuff. But we're going to go into the nitty gritty a little bit more today of strength training itself, so if you're listening you're interested in that or even if you're listening and you don't necessarily have a goal it might be something you want to adopt going forward so uh so yeah before i i've already i've just mentioned before i started the podcast about two seconds before that i waffle a lot and i waffled <laughs> there so <laughs> aaron well chillers, how are you at the moment you good yeah not too I, bad I imagine you've been training every day absolutely well yeah. good yeah, yeah like a dog yeah good stuff good stuff <laughs> um aaron anyway uh how are you doing you good
2: yeah, good, man. Thank you for having me on.
0: That's all right, mate. Not, not a problem. Um, I guess before we do anything, if you can just give us a little bit of a background into who you are. Obviously, I know you because we um, we have a mutual friend and he put us in touch. And actually, you've done uh, a photo shoot because one of your many uh, talents is also photography. Yeah. Did a photo shoot for me and my clients just before Christmas. So. I basically um, just
2: like taking photos of naked blokes.
0: Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's not strictly true. You like taking photos of naked blokes, but making them look good with <laughs> lighting and stuff.
2: I try. I uh, try.
0: No, to be fair, it was a good laugh, wasn't it? I, I quite enjoy. I quite enjoy them. I think they're. Yeah, they. Um. I mean, you're you're definitely good at bringing a bit of atmosphere to it as well. But it, uh, <laughs> no, uh,
2: it's good fun. Uh,
0: the actual thing. is
2: good. Good. No, it's good to. Uh, don't know I like I kind of just like playing it like gives me something to do <laughs> and I just love I've always loved art photography that sort of stuff so you know it's uh don't know like it's just th- that creative side like I always think actually sometimes maybe like us as trainers you know actually we are in, inside we're creative because we want to change people's bodies and we're trying to sculpt that but yeah, yeah. Like, that's my other creative side where I'm like actually photography and like digitally enhance them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it, it, like we're still creative as we're trying to improve ourselves. And like as Arnold said, you know, you're like a sculpture and you're trying to add shoulders or add abs or yeah. whatever. So,
0: yeah, you're not wrong to be fair. It does make sense. I mean, yeah. you, you certainly managed to uh, bring everything I sort of said to you to life. So, yeah, you definitely. You're you're. We got there in the end the after huh? the
2: waffling. We got there in the end after the waffling. Yeah, there we
0: go. There we go. So, anyway, <laughs> back, back on you as, as, as a coach. Let's uh, give us a bit of a rundown on on you, what you do, and
2: uh, so yeah, I am predominantly uh, PT uh, gym owner. Um, I started out playing semi professional rugby at uh, Reading which was which was great. I loved it there. Um, uh, couldn't give enough time to it, um, and unfortunately for rugby, you know, there's not enough money in it to, at, at that level. If you know, you got bills to pay. Um, there's not enough money there um, and i kind of just opened the gym and kind of had to you know separate my, my time a little bit which is cool and then maybe too many head injuries as well you know <laughs> kind of happens comes in the territory. yeah yeah so it was good to kind of pass that on focus on my strength a little bit um and then from there i did a bit of ultra running which is really good um Cool. Yeah, I tried to... What's ultra running? Uh, anything over a marathon distance, so 27 miles plus. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, so I did, I did um, a 40-miler, which was fun, from Brecon to Cardiff. Um, went crazy a couple of times. Did
0: you say a 40-mile run was fun?
2: Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> fun, man. Yeah, okay. cool. It was <laughs> like... If you've ever, I don't know, if you've ever been to those dark places and actually, you know, the only way is forward because there's no back, you're in the middle of fucking Wales. Like, there's no backwards. You can't just walk back 20 miles back. <laughs> <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, just kind of like you go crazy a little bit. And luckily, my running partner, he was having like down moments while I was up. And then when I was down, he was up. So it was like, yeah, yeah. paid off each other. So that's quite cool. Uh, and then I tried to do these free marathons back to back. Well, they're three ultras, like 28 mile-ish ish on the, on the uh, Jurassic Coast. And then I realised after two days, I was like, you know what? This is just not for me, actually. <laughs> you don't look
0: like a a man that's going to be able to do three. And I'm not stereotyping by any
2: stretch of Yeah, moment. yeah, yeah. No, no, the thing is as well, like actually, I like that stereotype because because <laughs> uh, I was about maybe like 105 kilos, 100 kilos. So I've always been pretty heavy. But, like, not only that, I also used to run um, quite a lot in like, barefoot shoes. Like, oh,
1: wow.
2: just I had my knee reconstructed at playing rugby. And uh, the only oh, way okay. that, like, the only way that my hips and knees were kind of, like, felt comfortable was when I was barefoot. So I just bought like, uh, I, I tried those five fingers, but they just look a bit, you know, yeah. they're a bit too much. <laughs> um, so then there's, there's a brand called Vivo Barefoot, which I've used quite a lot. And uh, I run a marathon in those, um, again, about... 100 kilos so but i just found that i was running way better and i had no pain in my knees and hips so actually it was my the running style it made you running was way better
0: that, that, that's was, why i don't like it i always wear normal trainers i should i should just go barefoot
2: yeah well the trouble is because you're a big guy you know you're probably wearing nikes so you've got the air bubble i mean actually i was so fat one time i bust the air bubble in my night <laughs> <now. laughs> i was like no wonder they can't run um but yeah, I think if you're, if you're, especially if you're bigger, like, and also if you look at most people's running training, they're like f- proper spongy. So like they're collapsing either left or right. And they wonder why yeah. they got a fucking, uh, uh, like a, an, an instep. And then they try and buy inner soles to fix that instep. When actually all they need to do is just get a pair of barefoot shoes or actually just get a pair of, you know what? Best shoes are probably Converse and just get used to running in them. Yeah. yeah. But you know, people don't want to, people don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> Because it doesn't sell.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: 100%. so I, I've got a couple of clients running barefoot, and they love it because it it's fucking much. But it hurts your calves to start with, but after a while, it's good.
0: Yeah, I don't know if my ankles would move.
2: Yeah, but that's a, that's the thing because you, it they'll make your ankles stronger and better because.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, my, just, ankle, well, my ankles well. are pretty fucked. I sent a video in our group group <laughs> at the other. Uh, the other day of me doing steps indoors, and all I got response was, "Is that your ankles clicking?" And I was like, <laughs> That's "My ankles yeah.
2: <laughs> and then after the two marathons, I just kind of uh, went back to powerlifting. I did one like little powerlifting thing uh, before the running. I did all right; like I was, it was all right strength wise. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It was like, well, now I look back at it and thinking, "Fat me," what was I thinking? <laughs> but but yeah, now it's like yeah, cool. Everything's feeling good, um, you know. Did some testing this week, and so the last ten weeks has gone pretty well. And now it's just that sort of focus. I always have to have something to focus on. I find otherwise I just get lazy. Like yeah. I'll be, I, I'm, I, I always tell my clients, I'm your average Joe, man. Like I would literally sit on that sofa, watch Netflix, and eat pizza if I didn't have anything else set on my mind. Yeah. Like, but luckily for myself, actually, I guess is my mind's always ticking over and always going. But inside, I do want to sit down.
0: (laughs) You know, funny enough, I've uh, so I'm doing this step challenge at the moment and the amount of people have gone to me, I don't know how you're motivated. And I've just said to them, I'm not. I genuinely don't want to do it. I don't know what any of you are thinking. Like, if you think I jump out of bed every morning and I skip to the front door and go, come on, let's go do another 10,000 steps just before I even say hello to someone? I'm not... You just... It's all about discipline, isn't it? Like you just said there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I often get people say to me, you're a morning person, just because I work early in the morning. I'm like, if you see me get out of bed, I'm not a particularly good morning person. I just know I have to go to work.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, you, and you always have that kind of monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I need that by about
0: 10 o'clock. That's got to, have, got to be uh, yeah. going down. I wasn't is mad. that like the
2: acceptable time? 6am is not acceptable for a I, monster. I, 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 I can't down.
0: bring myself to do it. Like any sort of can, unless I'm on a stag though. I'm not opening a can before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did your testing go this week? You mentioned you were going for a couple of PBs. Yeah, good
2: man, yeah. Yeah, hit three PBs, went sweet. Like the training's going well. Probably a bit intense, need a bit more recovery, but you know, such is life, you win and learn. And,
0: so yeah. so, what, so talk, talk to us about the difference in your not necessarily your mindset, because I think you sort of touched on there that like, you, you have a goal and you have to work towards it and you, and you do. But what was the major differences you felt in terms of the approach, perhaps, to ultra marathons, which is a great comparison because it is the complete opposite and you've done both, to your way you're training now? And and, and like... Nothing. Nothing's uh,
2: fucking different. Nothing's different. Yeah. You just turn up. You execute what you've been told to execute. I don't know. My mind says it's one of those. Like, I, there's nothing. There's no difference except from your your different exercises, right? Yeah. Like, I still strength train while ultra running, but I just prioritize running. So I did one, usually one sh- sh- good strength session, and if I felt like it and I had time, then I'd fit in a second, which is probably just like arms and abs or something stupid. Yeah. You, like once you hit legs once, you don't want to run anymore. Yeah. yeah um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. There's there's my I try and tell my clients uh, it's just it's implementation like if I tell you to do something just implement it like you know that saying when they say like knowledge, knowledge without applications like a bird without wings so you know it's like, like that. everyone reads stuff everyone looks at stuff but why are they not getting fucking results it's because they just don't implement and I just think actually if i if I set this plan together or you know I've Or I have a coach to set up. I never had a coach running. I just kind of went with it. I just thought I'd run a bit further this week. Maybe I should have got a coach. But I just set a plan out. and was like, oh, if I hit these runs, then I know that at the end of these runs, then I'm going to be able to run. (laughs) I'm really quite basic in how I I, I I train. I'm just like, this week I'm going to run five, then six, then seven. And in 12 weeks, I'll be running 18K instead of 5K and add in a kilometer each week doesn't it sound doesn't sound like a lot and actually it's not that much it's an extra 5 minutes on your run each time but so the sunday or saturday would be my longer runs i would just like you know start off at 10k next week i'd do 12 and next week i'd do 14 and you just build it up and then then you'd just be running 10s and then your weekly equation would go up it's the same with weights man like you start at i don't know 70% then the next week you work to 73% then 76% then 85 and then 105 and by the time you know you hit like so a couple of my clients are doing what their pb was for three to five reps this week so it's not nothing's changed it's just the application and exercise is different basically
0: and and that repetitive repetitiveness of of the same exercises because you're gonna
2: consistency man
0: stay boring yeah i I, that's one that's one of my biggest bugbears with anything uh like is the fact that the amount of times I hear clients or even see and or hear of other coaches and it annoys me a little bit in terms of oh I changed it this week because I was getting bored or yeah have a word with Tom about that but um he,
2: uh, <laughs> he loves a change but but in terms of uh no that's but that's great like that's that's good for him then go fucking do CrossFit in it <laughs> like just get good at being at exercising <laughs> But yeah, don't yeah. try and get stronger at something because to get stronger at something, you need to repetitively do it over time. Yeah. I'm saying that. So that's, that's, m- that's my main issue is that I, one week i want to be really, really fit. And then the next week i want to be really, really strong. Yeah, but that's fine. But that's because your goals don't, it aren't in line yeah. with your values and expectations of yourself.
0: And, it, and, it's fine, and also cool. <laughs> one
2: thing you would say is that
0: I guess you, you're comfortable as well. Like, yeah. You don't have like a, you certainly don't have a weight issue you're not unhealthy you're you're you you are if you like what the average person should be in terms of health fitness and stuff well you're probably better at that. but in terms of just that you have no reasons to want to change drastically
2: um the, i think the trouble with with probably me and my girlfriend always says it is i go to the extremes of everything and i find like i just find it a bit boring if i don't go there to see what it's all about like
0: we've spoke about on the podcast before that every every so if you use weight loss as a as an example we spoke about like um me doing a photo shoot compared to jane who wants to lose enough weight so she can drop a dress size everyone needs to get on a train at the same point it's just how far you take that train and you're certainly one of those guys that get on the train at london and end up in like scotland and other people will get on the train in, at London and they will get as far as Luton and that'll be it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's how focused and where people want to go. And, and I think the discipline for it gets higher or the need for the discipline gets more when you want to go further. Yeah. But I think the, um, but the discipline's always needed at some point anyway.
2: I, I like that analogy of the train, but I, actually I think, you know, um, Tom has got off at Scotland. Because he's happy where he is. Yeah, hundred
0: percent. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's the trouble
2: that. with I find that people kind of um, people like you say like to switch before they're happy, yeah, or before they've seen a result, or you know, like oh, I've not nothing's happened this week. Oh, okay, then keep it on for another week. Like um, there's like a I can't. It's like a Chinese proverb. It's really uh, I I read a lot of that sort of kind of stuff. Um, but one of them was like, make. So if you, they have a master basically, and they don't leave that master until the master dies. Yeah. So it's basically like you have to go through the whole, the whole journey and go as far as you can until you physically can't go anymore. And I, I don't know if that it doesn't. I don't know. It kind of like resonated with me in a way like, cause, like why the fuck do you just want to run five k when you could run ten or twenty or twenty five or fifty or hundred? Um, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm very extre- extreme when like people always say to me oh why do you want to lift heavy weight and I like I don't know see how much I can lift like why would I not want to stop to why would I not want to see what I could potentially do like if I did what I did yesterday um like in the competition I think it I think it would it was work I looked at it like put me like top 25 in the UK at my weight which you know like that's cool like that's cool like I, oh well what can I go top 20 maybe or
0: yeah, you want to
2: go. I don't know. It's just that sort of. I had that sort of. I love I the have way an that you did, I love the way
0: that you did that, and then instantly looked at where that puts you in the UK.
2: Yeah, yeah. No,
0: <laughs> that sums up your that, mentality, though, doesn't it? That shows yeah. it shows the dedication and sort of mentality you have to. And I think, I think, in my opinion, when it comes to strength training specifically, when you want to get stronger there is a massive element of. I need to put my. I need to every session. I need to turn out turn up and just put in my absolute all rather than just just do it I have to put my absolute because I want to be there and just through doing that training in that way and wanting to be progressively improving over time the way that you you are I think that then makes your mentality automatically go to that place of well how far can I go I want to go as far as I possibly can just because of the nature of the way you have to train at it all the time
2: yeah and I definitely think like with um with any exercise strength training muscle building and fat loss is that um you have to have that you have to have a switch in your brain that you like a lot of my clients you know you might hear your clients say it as well they're like oh the flick the switch flicked and that usually means to me is that you know their mindset has changed into this sort of like and if if you ever watch like when I train and that, we just, it's just my fucking. You can see it in like, my trainer partners. That you just you, your eyes change, your head changes. All of a sudden, you're like locked in. Yeah. And I think sometimes uh, it just takes that little flick of switch just to actually, you know, what I'm locked into this fat loss. So like, yeah, you see it. They're like, they and
0: start- that often comes with with seeing a little bit of progression, right? So you yeah, know, man. you know that.
2: Or or oh, depression or or or, or uh, life threatening illnesses or something like that. You know, I think yeah, there has yeah, to be a yeah. there has to be a little change somewhere, yeah, yeah. and that is, I think that is uh, a great tool because, I, don't, I you know you have to have a reason to change. I don't care who you are, yeah, no yeah. one, for one for is going to do one, nothing yeah. for no reason. Like there has to be some sort of reason.
0: Yeah, like that that, that is when we've discussed this on previous podcasts. So I'm not digging them out, but that's probably your thing. No, that this quick. Listen to episode two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every single one. Every single one we talk about this, but that—that's what we've said, right? Tom is probably the only reason that you don't necessarily want to. Um, why you do sometimes change and all that sort of stuff. I—I'm pretty sure at some point you're going to have something in mind, and you're just going to go right. And I know you'll smash it. Same as so first. And I'd that-
1: be—I'd be the same. I'd look where—not maybe not where I was in the UK, but. I'd
2: look at things and I'd try and be the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah, but that's good, man, because it not it not only does it go. Actually, you know what? I, I'm actually okay at this. When I even like, you know, when I first competed, I was like, actually know like I'm only like three of in the UK. That doesn't sound too bad actually to me. And I was like, maybe let's see if we go top two hundred, then we go top one hundred, and then you know, and then you kind of just like. But anything you do, I kind of I think it's it's in a. Um, uh, Maybe not so much with females, but definitely males. It's like com- not competition, comparing. isn't it? Yeah, competition, but not comparing. It's just more like, actually, where do I sit amongst yeah, the male? Yeah. Or, the you know, where do I sit amongst In these people? In a way, it's,
0: it, I guess it's, an, it's called it what it is. It's an ego thing, isn't it? Men have a yeah. thing where they want to want their ego to be elevated for a reason, for a purpose. Yes. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, it
1: makes you feel good if you're good at something, doesn't it? Of
0: course, yeah, yeah. Of course. But That's
2: why the, I always feel so bad. No, <laughs> no, but there's the other there's the other thing he's hit the nail on the head with is actually like whether you're um, don't know if you can hear that as my kid crying. <laughs> That's um, fine.
0: That's all right. No problem. So, g- chillers when uh, what Aaron's saying there about uh, um, go on. I just said what I was going to say. Tom, there was what he's saying about like the um, repetitiveness and the turning up each session, all those sorts of things. That is something that perhaps everyone needs to hear, because I, I I don't care what and like you said there I don't care what people's goal goal is, actually and funnily enough really weirdly that we've gone down this route a little bit I just got in from a walk shop, but I wrote my I send daily emails the email I'm sending out tomorrow <laughs> yeah boring I don't know tell me it's boring um, is about j- just turning up because I was talking about the challenge and how it's mentally tough because you've just got to do it every day and it's, it's repetitive and it's repetitive. And every morning I wake up, I go for fuck's sake, I've got to do another 30,000 steps, but you've just got to turn up. If you don't do that, then you're never going to achieve anything in your goals. There's no like hiding. And, and I think when it comes to certainly strength training, maybe, maybe fat loss, maybe not so much fat loss. Cause I think sometimes you can have a day off and it's just slowing your progress. Whereas if you do that too often in a training session, because you don't train every single day on every single discipline, it's going to have a bigger impact. But you, you need to have a level of just, just get it getting shit done, basically.
2: Yeah, man. And uh, I, you, uh, I, I, I love quotes and I love books and I like people saying stuff. And uh, Wu-Tang always, always say it. And it's, uh, there's no such thing as halfway crooks so you're either in or you're out like there's no point in being halfway yeah
1: yeah what 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 gets you through those sessions do you ever turn up to a session and you're a bit oh i can't be asked today what yeah what helps you switch on Yeah. yeah do you have something that helps you switch on do you throw on some tunes or um do you just
2: tell yourself to get into it. training partners i think is key i was i was really lacking when i didn't have one and I, I used to train on my own i was getting good progress on my own but when you're on your own it's you know that's even darker place to go to there you go, yeah. um which is cool like i'm happy to go there it's good fun you know find that you know character building and all that um obviously you know like the stereotypical sort of like heavy metal like 90s two thousand, sort of like you know like slipknot corn metallic all that sort of jazz uh it's quite good um a good pre-workout like i only have one coffee in the morning and i save the rest of the coffee till pre-workout and, and it's it <laughs> yeah. nice gallons yeah. of the stuff yeah. yeah and i also train in the evening because then it's quite it, you know like when people come to me with a strength goal you know you have to have food in you i, I was going like, to say um,
0: let's talk about the the um Let's, let's go on a little bit to the sort of the technical side of things a little bit, because obviously food's going to be huge, because one massive difference is going to be that you're training for performance. How much I
2: weigh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, but you're training for performance, aren't you? So you're going to be, you want to fuel every every workout rather than sometimes where if you're in fat loss, you're like, look, just fucking get through it, because... Yeah. We, we want you to feel tired because we want yeah, you to, man, like, so we need to fuel your sessions and also i guess talk, talk us through like what a typical training week would look for, like for you in terms of sets reps exercises that sort of stuff
2: yeah yeah so um nutrition wise i'm real basic i really love um, Stan Effodin, um the strongest bodybuilder of all time if anybody knows his name he's in great shape he's like 50 years old absolutely unreal um so he he released something called the vertical diet which works well with me it's really simple it's red meat rice and vegetables um you don't eat broccoli or garlic or anything that's going to um uh um make you bloated and it's hard to digest so it's like lots of easy digesting foods so say 80 percent of the time i'm pretty much is rice and mince potatoes and mince potatoes and steak um sometimes chicken sometimes i'll just eat whatever the missus cooked but 90 percent of the time like my lunchtime is always something like a you know, meat and rice
0: got uh, any idea of what sort of calories you
2: consume? Uh, really. oh, like on average i probably go like four to five thousand maybe like to six in like training days yeah um if I just want to like lose a bit like I'm a bit heavier than I would be for competition, but like we've got a competition in August, but I've only got like three or four kilos to lose. So I'll probably start like just toning it down a little bit. I probably pretty much can stop drinking water and have a poo and I'll probably lose two, three kilos. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm about twenty stone eight at the moment. So.
0: but I suppose when you go into um competition, you don't necessarily want oh. You all got me now, I froze. I think, but
2: no, you did, you did. I think I it, yeah. when
0: you go into a competition, you you want to be fueled up, don't you? So you probably have yeah. to drop a bit of weight to then be able to fuel up on the day. Usually, it's like
2: twenty four hour weigh in. Yeah, um, so that's quite good actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, 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 I don't shy away from a takeaway. I don't shy away from chocolate. I don't shy away from beer um, or wine or anything like that. Um, I pretty much don't drink through the week
0: um that's just changed every single one of our listeners uh goal they've all said yeah, yeah. fuck losing weight i'm gonna be yeah on my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah man
2: uh, um, so pretty much the thing is as well actually I'm, I'm loose with the diet but i'm also like i just think i just naturally just eat all right you yeah. know like, i don't have a lot of vegetables but i tend to just like the thing is just that's what i like about stan method and he's like you know with your main meal just eat a carrot and get your carrot like a carrot because there's loads of good vitamins and minerals um like pre-workout is basically just orange juice and cranberry juice iodine vitamin c great for energy so i just mix those both together um and you got your carbs in there as well and then i'd have my normal pre-workout of caffeine and all that sort of jazz Um, so my diet is pretty you know, like I might have a Costa bacon roll every now and again, and a, I love their chocolate tiffin. You know, I love the Costa because it's so close to the gym. You know, it's just the yeah, drive through.
0: Corner, yeah.
2: It's like heaven, man. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you tell them what you want, and it's there. You
0: you <laughs> you, you uh you bought a uh, tiffin on the shoot day and didn't have it and gave it
2: to me. Yeah, exactly. See, that's because you're looking so skinny, boy. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> can, you some, "Can you have some food?" Um, so yeah, so so pretty much my diet free. Like I I, I love so so for people that are listening i guess red meat most nutritious meat out there like why like I, I know there's going to be vegans listening or you know whatever that's cool i'm happy with that eat loads of vegetables but for me ease of use mints or or steaks you know you've got plenty of vitamins you're gonna have to eat a, a ton of broccoli or whatever to, to match that which is fine good luck enjoy your bloke whatever <laughs> um which is cool so I, mine's really simple, rice or potatoes. Um, and then like in the evening, whatever the missus cooked or I just have the same again. So like,
0: essentially the...
2: And I love beef stock, beef stock, man. Like that is, you know, full of good nutrients in there. It's like, there's no calories. In, it's like literally just like boiled down beef bones and that. It's just so good. <laughs> Honestly, loads of, loads of goodness in there. Do you
0: want to say anything more about
2: that? Or? Oh man, like literally, if you if you're if you have any clients that are struggling to gain size rice beef mince with beef stock over the top mix that all up it's called that the this is again the vertical diet they call it monster mash
0: monster honestly,
2: ma- yeah <laughs> honestly it's like a game changer like so when you're trying to eat quite a bit and you don't always feel that hungry you literally just wet it all up with this beef stock stir it all up and just get it down there. it's de- just delicious man it just honestly <laughs> you use a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of spice and it's all good.
0: Um. So, essentially, your diet then, if we we, we look at it, it's lots of the s- similar foods you would have if you're trying to lose weight, but obviously in bigger, bigger quantities. No, nothing, no, no the, in the same way that you can lose weight eating
2: whatever you want as long as you're in a deficit,
0: you're yeah. just making sure you're getting the calories in.
2: Yeah, pretty much. If I cut out all the shit, then I'd probably lose weight. Like, so my extra calories come from, uh, so in the workout, I have like a bag of sweets. Like in my training so i have like uh sainsbury's uh you know those drumstick squishies yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the one yeah jelly babies yeah um, so i try and like i don't calculate it but i'm gonna guess it's around 30 grams of sugar in the in the session yeah yeah um usually with some sort of either um electrolyte drink like i usually just have like those salt tablets yeah um especially on like heavy days Cause we were shifting a ton of weight i mean i might not sound much but it was just like yeah put it this way we've had a couple of like when the gyms were when open, twenty fifth
0: of, in the work in the country huh it might not sound much but it's 25th in the country
2: <laughs> no, no, then ses- in the session in session so <laughs> put it this way when the gyms were open we've invited a lot of people and only one stayed around <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Because we don't care what you lift as long as you're lifting. Like, that's – the uh, people actually really – like, my p- training partner, he's just like uh, – Kelvin, he's – um, you know, he looks like your typical meathead, um, unapproachable sort of horrible bastard. But um, actually, he's the softest guy, really intelligent. He's been on my podcast, actually. Um, You know, he's really smart. He's got a, a deadlift record. And, you know, he's actually a really nice guy. And me and him, we literally just lo- – we love people that just want to come and lift and train. We love people that train, actually. It's not even lifting. Like mm-hmm. – It's just about like the other, even, you know, a couple of people just like, even if you deadlift like 100 or 150, or, you know, we don't actually, whatever your weight is, as long as you're turning up with us and then joining in and having fun in the session, we we love that. We're not there. And if you're there to be taught or like not even taught or just learn something from us or something from you, we can learn something from people that are just starting or that like, so we always invite people if like when the gyms are open, we're like, oh yeah, why don't you come along? Because actually we don't care but it's whether you turn back up is what we care about because <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm casting that as an invite i'm coming down yeah man you know that's it that's it we sh- we shift a ton of weight and to be honest actually uh, going into training i might as well switch that into training now
0: yeah yeah
2: so at first if anyone like wants to just go from like basic strength training like either contact me which is fine that's cool or um, australian strength coach on instagram
0: yeah he's like,
2: good you know i've i've had a couple of weekends with him and month like I, it was quite expensive you know at first i was like oh my god this is this is pricey but then i was like okay look at who he's trained blah 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 and then actually you know that money's paid its back tenfold in my client's training and my training and actually he's so um the way he words his stuff is really good and actually if you just want to I don't know, like learn to squat without actually looking at a coach or being next to a coach. So, what I took a lot of his, um, you know, his wording and how he talks to people on and actually has helped my coaching 10 tons. Um, so, originally I was following him, uh, which is cool. Um, but then I just, I've always loved uh, Westside Barbell, like conjugate method, um, the strongest gym in the world, or they used to be, whether they are still, who knows. Um, but essentially, Monday, Tuesday is maximum effort. So, recent, the last nine weeks, we've been doing max singles on different exercises from box squat, cambered bar squat, safety bar squat, uh, football bench, football bar bench press, um, six inch block uh, bench press, uh, wide grip bench, narrow bench, <laughs> any sort be, of variation. To be the best, that's at
1: strength training is it all about being good at all lifts or do most people try and focus on one thing so i'm going to be the best squatter or are there different sort of competitions
2: uh so in uh, in the competition you can do like bench only or squat only or, or okay. deadlift only there is deadlift competitions and squat competitions and bench competitions um, but essentially like powerlifting is squat bench and deadlift Um, So, most competitions are full power. Um, When you start training, you'll realise what you're good at. Like, I can can squat more than what I can deadlift. Um, But the guy I train with, his deadlift is, like, massive compared to his squat. Um, And then, like, bench for both of us is just in the middle. But then we also, like, when um we've, we've trained with some other guys and like these other guys are, their bench is just massive like we trained with one guy who's got like two british records and bench press in two weight categories this bench is like 245 man and he's only like 90 to 100 kilos you know so he's just mad like strong on the bench yet his squat's pretty much the same as his bench and his deadlift was about 290 i think um but yes yeah, so i think it's just dependent when you train you'll start to realize again it's it's a lot of it's to do with biomechanics and stuff like that and yeah uh, how how you're you know you're distributed but you do you fo- someone...
1: do you focus on your weaker
2: yeah yeah the weaker ones yeah. but i
1: guess you still have to practice a lot on your stronger ones as well because otherwise you might lose strength in those areas
2: uh, so so with training um uh when so as you get more advanced, to be honest, for beginners, I'd just say, look, just squat, bench, and deadlift. Do some pause yeah. squats, do some box squats, do some deficit deadlifts. Um, just keep it really simple and work on those as best as you can. Like pause squats is a great one for everyone just to learn to hit depth, and box squats is great for older people um, just to get stronger in the hamstrings and hips. Um, but with um, with more advanced athletes, then yes, um, you're going to work on – so if you do want to be like a powerlifter and you're struggling – with like i don't know say you're trying to you're struggling with like the lockout on your bench predominantly it's probably going to be your triceps a week so like for instance the last nine weeks every accessory has been fucking triceps like one exercise we did 200 reps in like you know just 10 sets of 20 and my triceps are like i've got like a little like i feel like my tricep is just like growing on my elbow (laughs) but that's how like if you want to get like my bench to be fair, my bench press went up 10 kilos. So I can't complain. I did all my tricep work. Um, I did loads of lockout work. Um, and that's where I was my weakest. And actually that weak point is actually working on that for the last nine weeks has actually given me 10 kilos, um, deadlifts am crap at locking out. So do stuff like block pulls, um, good mornings, back extensions, sumo deadlifts. I know they, I know they're really gay, but no one cares. <laughs> you have to work on and are good for you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: um, things like that. So that, yeah, help my, help my. So
0: going back to umbrella. the beginner, the beginner bit. Yep. First off, in terms of, let's say I I just want to start working on those three main disciplines. And I just want to get stronger. What would your sort of uh, plan be? weekly and then the period, period, period uh, periodization over a period of time b would you look at um just one rep max is three reps four reps five so reps, six reps so for us would you would you just mix it up all the time
2: or yeah so like you know that term power building like, i don't really like that term, but that's pretty much what i would do for a beginner um for, for, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever give them a one rep max to start with. Um, it's possible if they have got the confidence for it and they have got the ability and they look good. But most of the time, you're just trying to like grease that groove. So like five by five, like your your basic five by five is like you know it's neglected quite a lot. But I think it's really worth it. Um, one of those
0: things, isn't it? Where I think it's seen as lazy by
2: lazy programming, but it's actually really pro- good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that sometimes actually it the the simple things are the best things, especially when you're starting out, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, man. And then, like, uh, yeah, I was just going to – I've written it all down here. I get it out. Um, do, 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 do. Um, yeah, so, like, pretty much just going five by five for the first – I tend to work in four-week blocks, pretty simple, Um you're not going to get any ada- adaptations. That's the trouble with switching early. Your body won't adapt for four to six weeks anyway. Yeah. So the so four week blocks work perfect for me. Um, seem to be working perfect for my clients. Um, until that changes, then I won't bother changing anything. Um, I, I I'm so fucking boring, man. Like, if it's broke, don't fix it. Um, and uh yeah if it's broke, don't fix it and do your squat bench and deadlift and suck it up
0: <laughs> yeah that, I'll, I'll be honest that's literally how i train my clients they go we're going to change this so why are we changing it and they're like yeah. uh because i'm bored i'm like no bored. <laughs> you can give me one reason other than that i might talk to you about it but we're not changing anything
2: <laughs> exactly man exactly um so yeah five by five and then you like your accessories depending on where you're like weakest most of the time it's triceps uh chest and actually a lot of the time it's technique with chest yeah, I was gonna uh, with bench press um just because most people tend to not squeeze their shoulder blades on the bench and um just yeah just tend to bench like bend. a body not, not even like a body it's not even like a good bench like i've had clients come in and put like not, not like that. They were not that. What I told them was gave them this strength. Just changing the way they just benched, actually using their chest rather than their shoulders and triceps gave them an extra ten kilos. Yeah, and I it mean, wasn't the like
0: the amount that. of shoulder injury. In obviously, I work in a, a commercial gym, so just the amount of guys that come up to me go, "I felt my shoulder. I don't know what I was doing." I was yeah. like, "Oh, if you, do you bench press?" And they go, "Yeah." I was going probably be that, and they're like, "What? Well, that's my chest." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool." You, yeah, not a chance that you're. <laughs> That you're doing probably, you can just tell straight away that it's going to be that, but they won't say. Yeah,
2: exactly, man. And then, yeah, so, like, simple stuff. Probably deadlift and squat twice a week, bench twice a week. Um, it's not hard to, to program that uh, in, so it's, like, just variations of stuff. So,
0: um, so would you do it – so let's say um, – let's say bench, deadlifts and – uh, squat would you program them in as a that in one session or would you do it as like a push pull legs and have those as the main exercise of the push pull the legs
2: uh contrary to popular belief i wouldn't do either um okay, fine. <laughs> uh, uh so, so for, for mainly like strength building i tend to just go full body most sessions yeah uh, so say like session one you did like deficit deadlifts um, and then like pause bench press for example, and then cable row. So you don't squat. So you don't like a like a posterior chain chest and back, and then some. I don't know, maybe some like ab work, and then uh, maybe like um uh, like a high bar back squat, like everyone kind of does. Um, into some like pause squats, and then leg curls. So that might be like, yeah. So that might be like a leg day, for instance. But then like deadlift and bench would be together, again, and maybe yeah
0: sort of like an upper upper body lower body full body type
2: yeah I'd mainly full body with a little bit of one session would be full lower maybe
0: yeah okay cool.
2: it just depends. it one it depends on the person like actually and um, the trouble with the, the trouble with a lot of people is understanding their recovery like I have one guy um, I'm hoping he's going to squat a world record next year fingers crossed but he always uh, he feels he... like he needs
0: Huh? that age group isn't it 50
2: yeah so being 40 40 years old age group category for like ipf i think it's about 280 or 285 i can't remember off the top of my head right. um, but you have to oh, it's, it's more complicated than just lifting the weights that's the trouble and everyone wants it just to lift the weights Is that like you know i'm just i'm always asking him like how did that set feel how are you recovering how are you sleeping um of course yeah you know, I mean, how that's that's that high, did that set feel did you hit all the reps did you you know how did like how did the reps feel did you hit depth you know are you fatigued this week and he always wants to like, oh let's test i'm like no fuck that let's we got this train <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's a lot more than just lifting the weights and actually like when you program deadlifting twice a week with some new people
0: that's a lot i'm yeah. not saying like
2: new to exercise i wouldn't deadlift twice a week for, well uh, predominantly i might i might do but not not i haven't but it's not saying that i wouldn't um But deadlifting twice a week can be quite um, tough on some people. I have a woman as well, actually. Um, Just the way our training program falls, she only gets a couple of rest days in between her first deadlift session and her second deadlift session. I think it's like three rest days. Not three rest days. One training day, one Yeah, something like that. But she was like, the first couple of weeks, she was like, oh, my hamstrings are dead. My back's hurting, blah, blah, blah. And actually, it wasn't like injury. It's just fatigue. But then actually, when she come to do her second deadlift session, because the percentages are slightly lower, she smashed it and hit all her reps and hit PBs. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It's just kind of understanding that maybe like uh, I can poke that client and push that client a bit more and go, you know what? You're not hurt. You're not injured. Just get on with it and yeah. just let's see what happens. Because essentially, at the end of the day, if the weight's okay and their technique's good, there's no real reason for injury um, unless they're not listening and they're not doing the right thing uh, and i always find like not being big-headed or whatever most people get injured when they're not being coached one-to-one or they're training at home yeah. like oh i twinned something and i'm like oh what did you do i don't know but it's just because when you're you know like when you're coaching someone you're giving them the cues all the time like i don't know whether like knees out or chest up or drive your shoulders through the bar or breathe <laughs> <laughs>
0: Breathing is the one I'm constantly... Are you breathing? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, not. I'm bright red.
2: I just started reading that Wim Hof and his like favourite quote is breathe, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So just to... It, let's sort of try and summarise all that. So it's not overcomplicated because I'd imagine if there's a, um, people that are sort of working at the level you are, then they're probably listening to the wrong podcast or they just want to hear you anyway and they can hear more from you. No one
2: want, wants to listen to me, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so there, there may well be beginners that want to get into it. Your your sort of summary of, of what they should be looking for is, is sort of hitting the three major lists in perhaps different variations of as well to help work on strengths at certain uh, times of the exercise. So, um, obviously looking at the, the, the movement at the top of it of its uh, movement and then at the bottom, things like that, looking at sort of five to five, five by five, for every exercise or just the main ones and then some of them on the side.
2: Yeah. So on, on the main stuff, um uh, yeah like for a beginner five by five um and then of the uh, on the other stuff anywhere from uh, four sets of eight to four sets of ten to yeah, twelve yeah. uh sort of like bodybuilding's like uh keep the keep the reps nice and slow focus on contraction uh, actually build muscle um yeah. rather than just going through the like with with powerlifting, you're trying to get the weight from a to b as fast as you can and most efficiently but yeah. actually after that we're trying to build muscle. good muscle because the the, the um the more muscle you have the, the stronger you'll be
0: absolutely yeah so there is a crossover between the two anyway essentially yeah um and then the other thing would be obviously fo- make sure you're programming it so you're not that you're having enough rest between between certain exercises but essentially what we're then looking for is making sure you're looking to progress with everything you're doing all the time assuming safe to do so in terms of your technique and stuff you know those
2: two and a half kilo crossfit plates yeah yeah they put those on the bar and see how you get on <laughs> yeah just all the CrossFit time CrossFit ones the yeah. yeah, little crossfit ones that no one uses yeah no <laughs> two and a half. no i use them yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, CrossFit, put those after like every week add a two and a half kilo plate and just keep doing that until you can't add any more two and a half kilos. Yeah, you know what?
0: Even the no the I think you get 0.75s as well. Like yeah, yeah even, I've got 0.5s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just even that. I think sometimes that's underestimated by people. Like, yeah, just,
2: well, I, I did a post about that in a couple of weeks ago. Does it doesn't need ago. to be a fucking 20 kg plate every time you're putting something on? on. So if you had, if you had, uh, what's that? So, if you had two pounds a week, you know, that's a hundred and what, 104 pounds a year, that's nearly 40 kilos onto yeah. your small bench or deadlift or. Any
0: exercise. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's spot on as well. Spot on as well. I, I think it's that that needs to be really drummed home is progression
2: is obviously going to be because I love looking at the records and stuff. Not that I, I probably won't ever take any. I'll try, but we'll give it a go. Um, but actually, looking at all the top athletes, if you look at over their career, most of them are only improving 50 to 70 kilos on total a year. So in free exercises, that's. 15 to 30 kilos per exercise a year and that's not just at the end of their career that's at the start so you know this is looking over a 10 year span you think 50 kilos over 10 years is 500 kilos on a total
0: yeah
2: (laughs) that's with strength training one recovery is huge you've got to let your central nervous system catch up because actually you might be able to lift it but if your nervous system and your brain won't let you then you won't ever lift it and that's what we're trying to do on these max effort days is i'm teaching my body to strain i'm not teaching it to lift heavy weight i'm teaching it to strain and understand what straining feels like rather than yes we're trying to lift heavy but actually i'm teaching it to strain and understand a, a load to strain under you, you're teaching it to strain so that when you've
0: got to do that weight drop towards the
2: event you can <laughs> that's it you gotta push it one out <laughs> <laughs> drop the kids off yeah but yeah, so we're not. That's the thing. A lot of people think strength training. Oh, my muscles aren't sore, but yeah, let's try and do that session again. And your your central nervous system's fried, and you're you're not. You know, you probably had a like when you do testing. Like my night sleep is usually awful. Like, I'm just, like i I no. always
0: say that about um, like people's like how many times do you see people rush and filling out their protein shake straight after a a workout. Yeah. Especially a leg one because, you like you said, your nervous system's going all over the fucking shop, and they're running over and they're getting this, this protein. And if you actually think your body's going to go, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna digest that really well now. Yeah. It's dealing with all that other shit going on. It's not going to happen. So, yeah. I think sometimes just, you know, half hour, hour afterwards. Okay, I'm 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 with it a little bit more. Yeah. My body can probably handle that protein shake. You're probably gonna.
2: And if your eyes aren't bloodshot, you haven't done a heavy squat enough. Uh, <laughs> You
0: don't deserve that pudding <laughs> shake. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth it enough. Okay, cool, chillers. You got any? Or I'm calling you chillers now every episode because of Tom. Last the last one we did, because I th- just assume every other human in the world's called Tom now. But um, you got any questions you want to add? Um, I think just a uh, just
1: a quick one, or hopefully just a quick one. Uh, what got you into strength training? You said you played rugby before. Was it a was that the gateway into? that sort of training is that what most rugby players were doing
2: yeah well yeah yeah just like i think i just kind of understood the, the stronger you are the better the outcome is and i was quite i did get a pt from uh, from rugby when i was about i think i was 18 and we did a lot of like work there and i don't know i just think I saw like enjoyment you know and then uh, now like it's like the other day someone's like oh why do you like strength training and i, I Act, like deep down, like I think deep down, it's that ego thing that you, know, you kind of almost want to be the str- like because I own the gym. Like I was kind of almost like want to be the strongest in the gym, but, but like it doesn't bother me if I'm not. But it almost like it feels like something I should be. Do you know what I mean? It's like with your clients, you're trying to set that step challenge up. I'm going to show my clients I can do the most steps.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. And in the same sort of, and I was just like, it just not like, not like consciously, but I think I was like thinking, oh, you know maybe I just want to be the strongest in the gym, like, but then like with all the challenges, someone does a challenge in our gym, you know, then I always try my best to try and beat it. I'm not upset if I don't win, but I want to give my best effort. And then I kind of just strength training is the other thing as well. Like you say, it's, um, you see progress straight away. You know, basically you see progress. You should be seeing progress pretty much within four weeks. Like you should be able to get one more rep out or, you know you're adding a little bit of a plate here or you know you're you're feeling better you're more confident and then I don't know that's just how it and I've always been a big believer in you know just being strong as the base of everything whether you're trying to be a strong mindset or a strong body or you know a strong coffee whatever it is
0: I, I like the way that you wanted to be uh make sure you're the strongest in the gym so you go to all levels and stuff with all my clients. I just want to be the tallest. So I just make sure I don't take anyone on any shorter than me. <laughs> I just, I'm just, i in control of that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think smart, you know what I mean?
2: Think um, smart, yeah, step from you taking on a million steps.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's because that, I can use that as anumission to have a go at everyone when they tell me they can't hit 10. So that's, that's yeah. again, it's just... It's, it's all, all a big game, all a big game. Oh, so
2: you play the short game of your clients, isn't it? Well, how can I get the quickest win?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, okay, sick, cool. So I, th- I think um one thing as well that everyone can take from this episode, regardless of your goal, is what you just said there, that last point you made about progression. Like, whatever you're doing, no matter what your goal is, you need to make sure that every time you turn up in the gym... Because let's be honest, we're not in the gym that much. We're not working out that much. If you look at it in perspective the whole week, you need to make sure each session you're there, you are looking to progress. So the basics of logging your lifts, perhaps getting spotters if you need them because you want to push yourself, things like that need to be really drummed into any any um, uh, goal, any training session, but especially strength training. Um, yeah, no, for sure.
2: And But like everything as well, like... You know, you're trying to you are trying to progress through reading or understanding, asking questions or um, yeah, like you say, we're not always in the gym. So what are you doing outside of the gym to progress your goals toward I always say to my clients, it's not always about your health goals, it's sometimes it could be your business goals or your personal life goals. Yeah. So what are you actually doing to progress outside? Are you setting daily tasks? Are you you know, you're making sure you prep or you know, you're getting no, that you sleep of to mind, you it?
0: it's a change of mindset because you're you you train the way you train means that every time everything you do you're going to look for the next step you're always going to want to business family life property whatever it might be you're always going to want to like progress and become better person and i think i think having that mentality is obviously going to serve you well with with what you're doing in the gym but in life
2: and don't be afraid to ask questions like you know it's always that big ugly guy in the gym who's probably going to be the nicest guy and actually give you the best honest advice rather than the gym shark wearing tank top guy all he wants you to do is hold his camera to take a photo yeah it's true and And that is that is true as well i always say like obviously i'm not in a public gym anymore but like even when i was always ask like
0: don't don't my my advice on that is don't ask the person that's always talking
2: yeah yeah, because they're going to hold you back.
0: Because <laughs> the, the one that's always talking as well is probably wanting to tell everyone stuff because they think they know much. Yeah. Speak to the person that's not saying much, that's getting on with their shit and leaving. Yeah.
2: Go to the guy that, one, looks like he trains. Two, yeah. is probably pushing a lot of weight on something. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't matter how, like, where you are in your training, like... If you train properly, you're always going to be moving some sort of good weight in a nice way. Like don't look at the guy who's breaking his back and just ask like I always say like don't be afraid to ask other people. I think especially in England, with such like miserable people, yeah. like but actually ninety nine percent of the time it's you are usually all right in the gym, I find.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. I think so as well.
2: I, I, think, think, we, probably, I think I've ever been like, you know what, you're a twat. But like that's very rare occasions that yeah yeah like you know so when i was starting out like the only thing that you know that i was always asking it sounds a bit weird actually as well like if you like the look of someone or you think oh that guy's pretty strong why not just go and ask him oh you know bro like oh
0: but i think i think that's that's the most obvious thing to do i don't understand why more people don't do that because we're english we don't ask we're men we don't need to ask i know (laughs) everything but i i I genuinely don't understand why why we don't do that like oh you know, I like the way he looks. he's that's a, how? How? What do you do? How have you got that? What? Yeah. If, if you want to be something, you need to. If you want to be like someone, you probably need to marry up to their their habits and lifestyle in some way, shape, or form. Not you never. No one's ever going to be exact same. No one's going to look exact same. But
2: if you it's want, habits, isn't it? It's that habit. Yeah. I guess with body shape and strength and nutrition or whatever it's or you know what i even use that analogy the other day of like learning to drive like you turn up to your session regularly to learn to drive you don't just do one session every 10 months you turn up once a week you know if you want to get better at driving you do it twice a week (laughs) and not only that as well you you go to
0: someone that's qualified to teach you how to drive yeah because the amount of people that will not do that obvious thing yeah. I I always say like you wouldn't go to a to a, like a an accountant for law advice.
2: Yeah, and I would actually. I, I was talking about this the other day of another trainer. Trainers also have to be accountable to who they're looking after. So I, I'm not ashamed. I, I I had a diabetic client right, and I was like, we. I was just like literally like I think you need to go to someone that's diabetic and understands you better because right now like. I do have a diabetic brother, but I'm not in that same shoe. I don't, like, I understand, but I, can't, I don't I don't empathise or I don't, like, you know, the knowledge isn't there from my point of view. Yeah. I don't know enough about insulin and and your yeah. blood sugars. I know I know base level, but I'm not in her shoes. And I literally said to her, I said, look, go and find someone that, like, blah, blah, blah. She sent her to me. I said, yeah, she looks like a good mix. Like, she looks like she knows what she's doing, gets good results. And lo and behold, she listens to her. She understands her 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 diabetes much better than I understand because the person, the trainer is also diabetic. And hey, I said, so i still really a strength good. trainer, but yeah. she gets her nutrition understanding from her. And I said, so that, I, I don't mind if, you know, if I don't have the valuable tools then I'm not going to hold you back. I'm going to go, look, go and find someone that, you know, if someone comes to me and go, you know what, Aaron, I want to be like a bodybuilder on stage. I'm going to go, Right, I don't know nothing about getting lean, like or, or condition. Or, I know how to get lean, but I know I don't know how to get con, uh, competition lean. So I'd be like, you need to get a competition coach to pose to to you know prep you for that. I'm not gonna, I can't take you on. I don't understand.
0: I that, yeah, and it's, it's uh, that's the most common one that I get with that in that scenario would be just injuries. hurt really my shoulder. What do you think I should do? Call, physio. call a physio <laughs> and ask him what you've done. To your shoulder is what you should do. I, I don't know what you want me to say at that point. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like, quite
2: fortunate that I've been through all the injuries, so I I know a base level. Yeah, well, so I, I do you I try, you know, know like you try and sort them out, don't you? And they're like, well, it's not fixed. I'm like, well, I'm not a physio, but I tried.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I can't. Yeah, can't help. <laughs> I think we've covered uh, more than enough there on trickling and everything and around as well. So I think there's loads of value that people can take away from it. Uh, but let's. Finish off with the three questions we ask every single guest that comes on the podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna to tell Tom to ask them because I don't know if he can remember them. all.
2: My favourite yeah. is squat. There we go. <laughs> my favorite What's your favourite bar <laughs> and my favourite uh, my favourite accompaniment of people would be rum and coke right now.
0: Rum and coke with a Dominoes and a squats your favourite book.
2: Oh, my favourite book. Book you'd recommend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> i think if you're if you're looking into running um born to run was what changed it for me okay um that is like it's a history of running and why we run blah 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 but actually deep down it tells you why your training is a shit and why you should run barefoot so if i if you don't understand for me then it like it goes into detail in that um for awesome. strength training um I'm not really sh- uh books on strength training.
0: But doesn't it doesn't need to be on strength training, it could just be something that helps, like it's helped you, or you can just leave it as the one you, you, you've said, but um, any other I'm books?
2: Really, I really like, I haven't read it in a while, The Monk That Sold His Ferrari. Okay. What's that <laughs> yeah, so you like, what even is that, Aaron? Yeah, is it good? Uh, Give us more. Oh man, Give it's more. good, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good, like it's almost like about, uh, you know, just accepting and being grateful for what you have and... All that sort of stuff. I like that. Um, okay. yeah. Yeah, good. The, I've just read the Wim Hof book and that's really great, man. So Do you read too much. Right, so well I listen and listen, just showing listen off now slash read when I feel like it. I I, I skim a lot of books.
0: I, I, like lot I'm an audible man. I I haven't yeah. read a book since I was at school. Like the, I, I just
2: read the, the salt asked. fix in like half an hour. I just skim and look at what I want and take that. Yeah, yeah. If I find it uh I don't I, there's no point in reading back to front on these things sometimes
0: yeah no, that's fair that's fair so Born to Run the monk that sold It's Ferrari
2: yeah man go on get that tell me what you think what was the third one uh, the, it's called I think it's called Wim Hof um, it's in the other room but yeah Wim Hof it's his new book it's his latest one okay cool cool nice yeah man and uh, where
0: can our listeners find you <laughs>
2: um, our, uh, our 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 I think on Facebook it's just Aaron Hopkins PT on Instagram it's just uh, Aaron Hopkins PT as well I think. Okay cool. Sounds <laughs> good. And, and <laughs> Wesley your... just says at the gym.
0: And yeah I was going to say what what what's your gym and where and is PTU it? Personal.
2: On Instagram it's PT personal training gym. Um, and it's we're based in Winash uh, so not too far. Um yes, too
0: far. And if and if anyone wants a photographer as well.
2: Yeah yeah I think it, Aaron <laughs> Photography, I think. I can't it remember. Is that? I mean, That's how bad I
0: am at this. I think it is Aaron Photography
2: on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, I think it's Aaron Photography or Aaron Hopkins Photography. Yeah, cool.
0: Right, yeah, well, man. I hope everyone's uh, got something from Only me. good looking males. Only good looking males. <laughs> That's not true. You let me come in. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, thanks for that, mate. I really appreciate that. So um, yeah, we'll, man, thanks for having me. We'll, we'll get you on again once you uh, break up those world record or, or at least get top five because at the moment
2: it's. Well, good. like the top, I think the, the record for my weight is 400 kilos at the moment. So we'll try that. 400 kilos squat. I squat. want the squat. I'm only good at squat. I can't do much else.
0: Okay, fine. Squat.
2: <laughs> nice. So we'll go for that. <laughs>
0: once, once you get that, we'll have a chat because at the moment. Yeah, that's like, maybe that's 10 years' time.
2: time. <laughs> 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 cool. Cheers,
0: that, and we shall see you guys soon.
2: Cheers, man. See ya.